Oh my god, the captain though. Like I'm, I mean, yeah, his he's, wife is seventies hot. Yeah, no, but, that's what. Yeah, but I mean, the captain. Oh, she's seventies hot. I Chihuahua. Yeah. Look at this guy. Oh, he's he's yeah. That guy fucks kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm happy that I bagged this pretty hot wife. I really wish you were a twelve year old boy. Yeah, nobody's gonna because think no I fuck kids now. Because no one would ever find the body in that case. No. Yeah, that's uh. You know. 1970s hot but that the thing is is he was probably the male equivalent of 1970s hot which is looking like a pervert i bet he was incredibly high on cocaine when that picture oh, was no. taken both of them were her like, too but you could just always tell crystal that wave yeah they're just like they're always like sweaty even though it's like a yeah fucking photo shoot yeah like you think there'd be somebody like dopping him off or something yeah. these lights are really hot can you just turn down these lights no okay that's all right i'll just do more cocaine. <laughs> these lights are very Take bright and i need you to be sensitive with that <laughs> you probably can't see right that's why it's so weird that's why it's all fucked up burn yeah. the goddamn sense out of his brain yeah well hi everybody welcome to history boys i am christopher whedon and I got uh, my boy Jerry here. Hello. Say hello. Hello. And it's me, Tyler Armentrout. Oh, there he is. Yeah. yeah. Today we're talking about Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. Should I save the limerick? Um, just what? save it to the end. Okay. Do you have you a limerick? You have a lim- limerick well, I, I for mean, us? I just have the fr- I have, uh, you know, there once was a boy named Vlad who made everybody real sad, and then he impaled them on pikes. And oh, and they and were, like more the Sykes. I, I, I think oh. I, I was gonna say and they were way like yikes. Yeah. Okay. But you don't want to get Good stuck enough. into the one the like, and then, alliteration uh, thing, you know. That's, and then he turned into a, a vampire and a bunch of bats. Also that. Yeah. yeah. And the bats that he turned into were bad. Yeah. I went all the way. Yeah. Started yeah, over. Yeah, to say oh, the whole okay. Thing okay. Again. Okay. Okay. You're gonna say the whole thing. Okay. No. No. I'm not gonna do it now. All Just, right. Yeah. Put it together. Put it, put it, put it, put it, put it together. Write, down. Yeah. You, write it down. Everybody yeah. at home, you write it down. Write it down, we write. put it together, and maybe make it better. Mail it back to us. Mail it back. Yeah. Uh, we'll, I'm not going to tell you when yeah. to send it, because I don't want to hear from you. But mail it somewhere. <laughs> Care of Jerry Nash, P.O. <laughs> <laughs> Box. Yeah, anyway. Chicago, uh, Illinois, 61612. Yeah. So, uh, Vlad the Impaler went by many names. Vlad Tepesh is... Vlad the Impaler in Romanian. Tepesh. Tepesh is I is how I've heard it pronounced. One who impales. And yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck up a lot of uh, pronunciation in this. Um, I I'm only gonna go with how I've heard it pronounced or how Google tells me it's pronounced. Which is why you don't have any Eastern European friends. You've offended all of them. They've went other they've went other ways. Not for lack of trying. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. No, I I offend all Eastern. Uh, Europeans by my horrible pronunciation. And if you want to write some angry mail about incredibly... how offended you are in your Eastern European, you send it to uh, Care of Jerry Nash something, <laughs> whatever he said about Chicago. Okay, anyways. Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. He also went by, probably his best known name, Vlad Draculia is how it's actually pronounced. Not That's familiar. the Romanian uh, way to pronounce uh, Dracula. I'm going to call him Dracula or Vlad cool. during the during the course of this. It's just easier. Because it's spookier. I'm, yeah. I'm going to call him Drac, Drac, Drac Attack. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way you could go. Uh, and so the reason why he's called Dracula um, is because his father 
is also named Vlad, but he's Vlad the Second. We're talking about uh, Vlad the Third. When Vlad the Second, because of this, all of this Ottoman incursion, you know, we got crusades happening, we got knightly orders. He went and joined a knightly order because there was a bunch of them. Europe at this time was silly with knightly orders. Lou- lousy with. They them. were lousy with knightly orders. It's much like podcasts <laughs> about serial killers now. Yes, yeah. basically. Yeah, you can swing a dead uh, cat without hitting a knightly order. <laughs> yeah, he he joined the Order of the Dragon, so Dracul means dragon. Some people think it, I I've heard people say that it's not dragon, it's devil or demon. So he's like you know because the ah Dracula, yeah. it means son of the dragon, but some people you know because of these events were about to unfold to you, they use propaganda to demonize him and, and make him into a devil. They use propaganda I, no, to he's demonize bad. He's bad. the Absolutely. dragon. I like how they were yeah. like, they had to be like, we're going to call him a mean name. That'll turn people against him. It's not the impaling. No, 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 no. It's the name. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> but he is, he's literally a son of the devil. They're like, Oh God! I thought he was cool. With Which all is the so impaling. badass. Yeah, they, let's give yeah. him the most badass nickname we can. That'll piss him off. I'll <laughs> show right. him. Yeah, let's call him cool. It's better than Tiny Boots. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and technically, all of Vlad's siblings were also Dracula, son of the the dragon. And uh, so he's not the only one. Actually, his brother Radu. So there's like was five also... Draculas. There's a bunch of Draculas. Well, that's like where fifth. you get all those bats from. It's not, that's why it's not just one. <laughs> Transylvania was lousy with Draculas. Yeah. Let, let me just tell you how he looked real quick. He was short, stocky. He had black, curly, like ringletly hair. Like he had a bunch of ringlets in his, in his black hair. And by all accounts, uh, he had these piercing eyes. Ah. And, um, you know, if you've ever seen the painting of him, he kind of looks... Like a cartoon. What I'm character picturing a is bit. Danny DeVito is the penguin, right now. Yeah. Oh my God. When you, uh, you could, yeah. When honestly, I was that's reading kind the research of... for this, that was what I was thinking. Which is funny because I always thought he was like seven foot two and just ripped. Yeah. Just like ripped and like be ripped, real sexy. Yeah. Maybe he has like a sweet neck tat. I'm still yeah. going to Smokes assume clothes. his penis is huge, and the impaling wasn't a, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, he well having sex with women is where he got the idea to impale everybody else. Oh, he's like, I really like impaling women. What if I took it? What to if me? I impaled everyone? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and Larissa's history. Uh, Vlad Dracula was born in Zigeshwara, in Transylvania. Do you want to say that with me, Tyler? No. Zigeshwara. Zigeshwara. Yeah, Zigeshwara. Can I? Quick sidebar. I like. I when reading your uh, notes here, I like that you gave pronunciation guides for some of them some of them yeah uh i didn't know how to pronounce any of these things <laughs> yeah i i got vlad i yeah. i'm probably doing that wrong <laughs> yeah. well before like some of these i'm gonna pronounce wrong i i can guarantee you that oh i hope so here's the thing he is not transylvanian though he was born in transylvania but his father vlad dracul was a Wallachian voivode. Voivode is Romanian for prince or warlord. Yeah, like Black Panther. Like Black Panther. Exactly <laughs> like Black Panther. So Sigismund, who was the Holy Roman Emperor um, at the time... Like um, Black Jeff. My friend Black Jeff. I also have a friend who's uh, who's white and his name's Jeff, so I have a... So... 
but I knew Black Jeff first, which is it's unfair <laughs> to him. It's I all, don't know where you're going with this. Well, I just have one of each. So if someone's like, I was hanging out with Jeff, that I gotta make a distinction. Which Jeff? And they both like the same stuff, so I don't know what, what? to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're both into like bottle cap collecting or something. Yeah, they're both they're both into trains. Yeah, <clears throat> and like building ships inside building. of bottles. Yeah, which is fucked up. So Sigismund uh, recognized Vlad Dracul's claim to the Wallachian throne. So Wallachia was this small principality, and it's sort of sandwiched in the middle of a bunch of enemies, basically. There's the Ottomans to the south, there's the Hungarians to the north, there's the Moldavians to the sort of northeast. And the thing is, is that all of them at any point could become an enemy. Because of the fact that you have Christendom on one side, and then the most powerful empire on Earth, um, which happens to be Muslim, on the other side. And so, Wallachia is, is sort of used as a buffer state between the two. And the delicious chocolate center to it all. Yeah, they're they're the Oreo filling. <laughs> so they're like a creamy thing? or yeah. like Because I'm picturing peanut butter. Uh, it I'm, could be. I was thinking like uh, more of like a caramel nougat style situation. But, no, uh, fuck that know. shit. Yes. <laughs> no, that's good. That yeah. With that in mind, though, with with the fact that they have enemies on all sides, and this this is gonna get really confusing, and I'm I'm gonna do my best here to make sense of it. Um, but there's a lot of switching sides happening because they are a buffer state. So they do what is good for them in that moment. So they'll constantly be switching over to the Hungarians. They'll constantly be switching over back to the Ottomans. And is, they kind of go back and forth. Is that where all the, the the killing and impaling came from? Was he just like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. We got, we got all these guys around here. Everyone's switching sides. I'm just going to kill all of you guys and make it easy on them. No. <laughs> but, and that's how the story ended. Yeah. yeah. The end. He had all these enemies and he impaled yeah. all of them. Have a good night, folks. <laughs> so basically as as soon as like whatever so because it's so convenient to have like a really powerful friend, every once in a while the king might die or a leader might die, and all of a sudden there's a power struggle within that country, like Hungary, we're gonna see this a lot. Sometimes it becomes more convenient to turn to the Ottomans for help. A lot like when Sigismund, the Holy Roman Empire, Emperor, died and Hungary started to go through this power struggle, so Vlad II, Vlad Dracul, had to go to the Ottomans for help, and it really pissed a lot of, a lot of Christendom off, because you know, you're going to the enemy, you know, whose side are you on kind of a thing. And honestly, the help that Vlad Dracul got from the Ottomans came at a pretty heavy price. It's like if you thought you were going to die and you prayed to God and you were like, I swear to God, if I get through this, I'll be like a way better person and I'll stop, <laughs> I'll, I'll stop jerking off in public and smoking all that sherm. <laughs> and then you get through it and then you're like, fuck. Did anyone hear me say that? Yeah. Or was it all in my head? Yeah. So because Vlad's I love Papa Sherm, had to stop smoking Sherm. Yeah, yes. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to stop. You got to put down that Sherm, and you got to align yourself with the Roman Catholics. Oh, so so okay case. so uh yes so the uh the kingdom of Hungary is Roman Catholic absolutely. However, at this time Orthodox Christianity still ex uh, is very very powerful as well. 
And actually, Vlad Dracula was more of a Orthodox Christian, an Ironically. Eastern Christian. Yeah. You would think that he would be like, <laughs> I'm Dracula, I'm all about the devil. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to hell. He was the first guy to have like a black leather trench coat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Played electric metal guitar. Yeah. It shot flames like, uh, like the Mad Mac. The Mad Mac. So, Mad Mac. Yeah. So because of all of this changing, and because Vlad II Dracul had to go to the Ottomans, as soon as he turned away from them from any reason, there was a big problem with the Ottomans. And there was one point where Vlad sort of switched to the Hungarians, and the Sultan at the time, Murad, ordered him to come and see him, too, so he could explain himself. And... When he did that, he brought his two sons, Vlad the Third, Vlad Dracula, and first mistake, and his other son, his younger, uh, youngest son, Dopey, Rad, <laughs> yeah, D- Radu the Handsome is what he would later Rad be called. Radu the Handsome. Uh, <laughs> he came in grinding on a rail. It's like cool, Radu. Yeah, he's like, here's my one son. He's also. Like the same name as me or whatever, and then here's Rad Dude the Handsome, yeah. and he came grinding Fucking. in on a sweet Dracula themed skateboard, did a flip off of a mini tramp, slam dunked a basketball, <laughs> shotgun two beers, <laughs> and then just started jamming on one of those guitars. It's like a double guitar. <laughs> and so no, what, what it, he it did? Went well. Yeah, he captured all of them. He's and... with his music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, uh. Captured all of them, and he said, you're going to be my permanent ally. And he sent Vlad II, Vlad Dracul, back into Wallachia, and uh, kept his two sons. Kept Vlad the Third, Vlad Dracula, and his little brother Radu with him as sort of a, kind of a hostage. It's kind of like, um... Yeah. It's like collateral. <clears throat> so like, to make sure he wouldn't like And and he's like, don't you worry, I'll, I'll take your dumb main son that this whole thing's about... And also this cool guy well, who's going to get me pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, v- Vlad III wasn't his oldest son. He was the, actually a middle child. So his older son, Mercia, was still with him. And they were, you know... Being unremarkable? Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, Vlad the Impaler is a relatively minor character in, in history. It's, it's just what he did that really... <clears throat> makes us remember him i just feel like there's two kinds of people in this world you're either grinding rails and smashing pussy or you're impaling people with giant pikes if you're not one of those two types of people just get out of the way well there you aren't one of those those are the two (laughs) types of people that's the reason why i've spent my entire life getting out of the way (laughs) i've been impaling people on on pike on spikes i know you're remarkable yeah it's a and it is a pretty common practice to do that, to keep someone's kids, to make sure that they don't fuck up, so, you know, I can kill them at any time. If you ever have a son, Which... I'm gonna be like, he's coming with me, he's gonna get me some puss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if, they don't, if, if your, your cool son, Radu, doesn't get me some puss. And also, you have to have a son named Rad Dude now. Yeah. Rad Dude! <laughs> like, smoking splits. Nice! He's <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I'm a Twitch streamer. <laughs> so the... got a pretty pretty popular Twitch stream no big deal <laughs> played dead by Don yeah right so this uh the new badass in town in Hungary was this uh, guy named John Hunyadi 
and what? <laughs> what? It's just there's a lot of silly words in this. I can't help that. His he's actually a, a really important historical figure. He actually needs an entire episode just just for him. Right alongside like I don't know like Joe Zip Zip Rippity Boop. <laughs> he was the like the glam slapper of Dubricon. I don't know. I'm just Dubricon. <laughs> Anyway, he he convinced Vlad II, Vlad Dracul, to come fight the Ottomans with him. Like he he was like, okay, well I'm gonna. In, I mean, he could have totally killed his two sons. Uh, people being like blinded with like a hot poker happened all the time. Yeah. In like at this at the same place that Vlad and Radu were at, and like it could have totally happened to them, but instead they yeah. just like kind of moved them to like shittier. He wouldn't have seen into those dope kickflips and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> slam dunks that Raddy was doing though. It's like there's more than one way to get a red eye around here. But I, out of blood. I imagine Vlad was just kind of spooky, and he was like, "Just get, just put him in the other room. I don't want to look at him." He was like, "Whatever, he's man. fucking glaring at me." But but the thing was is like with all this back and forth with Vlad the uh, Second sort of undermining Ottoman authority in the region with old John Hunyadi over here. Um, he, <laughs> Johnny Hunyadi. At, at some point, like, he knows Murad's pissed and he knows he has his, his kids. He, like, makes peace with the Ottomans. He's like, okay, okay, we got peace now. But that really pissed off John Hunyadi. Because he's like, I thought we move. were fighting, I thought we were fighting the like, Ottomans. He also, I mean, I, he also thought he said, we have pizza now. Oh, isn't and it, he's like, oh. Isn't it kind of a ballsy like, move to attack the Ottomans in the first place when they have your boys? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Like, yeah. He's not going to kill him. He's like, he's not going to kill him. Dad loves us. Oh, wait a second. Yeah, and a... honestly, that's another point, too. Like, like a lot of people think that there was no love between Vlad II and his children. But honestly, it, it tiptoed around so often. That no one could hear him love his sons. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, you know, he tiptoed around diplomacy so often that, you know, he had to do what he had to do for Wallachia. So when, when John Hunyadi got pissed off, that he had made peace with the Ottomans. He came down to Targovista, which is the capital, I guess you would call it, of Wallachia. He came down there, had them arrested, and then later killed. And his older brother, Mercia, that I was talking about earlier, he was actually blinded first, like, again, hot poker to the eyes, and then buried alive. Cool. Wow. You yeah. couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see it coming. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. So during, the, you know, meanwhile with all of this happening, Vlad and Radu are basically being schooled, you know, being taught by the Ottomans, you know, the, the Quran. Honestly, kind of being treated like, like being groomed to be like Janissaries. And Janissaries are like Ottoman elite soldiers that they like steal from the Carpathians or from the Caucasus mountain regions and they steal them and then they brainwash them to be like these diehard terminators you know so they're like they're like we, we want to make these guys think we're going to kill them but let's also make them think that they can kill us with excellent combat skills yeah, yeah. i guess so there wasn't tv back then so. <laughs> <laughs> but they they would have studied along uh, alongside Mered's son, uh, Mehmed, who would, which I know I'm pronouncing wrong, but I don't give a shit. Mehmed, who would, <laughs> he would eventually become Mehmed the Conqueror, the person to after got all that conquering done. 
Well, he sacked he Constantinople. Actually, and he came up with the name first, and then was like, oh boy, like, I, I gotta, gotta live up to, to this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the weird thing is, is Mehmed... cheese steak Mehmed. <laughs> that would have been ill. It would have been easier. Yeah. <clears throat> Depends uh, on whether you're making them or eating them, because outside of Philly, if you're not doing it right, they'll let you know. I would <laughs> think that making them is easier than sacking Constantinople. Probably. Marginally. <laughs> We're going to do an entire, like, three-part series on, on just the fall. Sticks. <laughs> on the fall of cheese the f- sticks. <laughs> yeah. They're not as good as the, the fall of Constantinople. On the fall of Philadelphia due to the fall of the cheese stick. Yeah. Yeah. Is it cheese whiz or provolone? You tell me. <laughs> With your opinions, send them care of Jerry Nash. P.O. Box. Anyway. They so, can't afford sorry. provolone anymore. Now that these, uh, with this depression. Huh? Some people say cheese whiz is the main way to go. I like cheese whiz. I like cheese whiz too. Just no onions. No thanks. I, like I know I know that's blasphemy, but I'm just I do it straight fan. from the can like Polly Shore. Wheezing the juice. <laughs> that is a goofy That's a, a goofy, goofy movie reference. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He could have played, he could have played uh, Vlad Dracul in his younger days. No, he couldn't have. That, we, that would have been, that's... You, you're Polly Shore as yeah, Vlad like if he the was doing a real spooky, he like, literally spooky makeup. Could have. It would have been a train wreck. It would have been like. <laughs> it would have been like all of Drac attack. You know, Polly Shore. I don't feel his movies stood the test of time. No, I'm be honest with you. But I, we're not gonna we're not gonna fucking talk about Polly Shore this entire time. Anywhere. Okay. <laughs> Biodome. So what's what's really weird is that Vlad Dracula really he always hated everyone there he hated his teachers he knew that they were his enemies but his brother radu actually made friends with them and in fact may have been lovers with mehmed the conqueror oh, radu radu <laughs> and that's where he gets the name radu the handsome was from mehmed at oh. least people think mm-hmm. so and they bang he's like i think they did there's a rumor that that mehmed cut radu's thigh like, like his inner sexually thigh. like Maybe it was some sort of, like, kinky thing? I... That's how I interpret it. When they were banging? Yeah. I guess. I don't know what they're Sometimes into. Sometimes the passion, you just cut your lover open, and yeah. then... Uh, and then you... And, and then you... You look, gotta hide you, him. You lick yeah. it up, and then you sew him up. Yeah. You cut him, and then you sew him up, and you say, you see, you won't get that treatment yeah. out there. They'll oh, yeah. do they'll do the same, but they won't sew you up, so you gotta stay right here, or you stay here yeah, with me. Drill a hole in Also, their, everyone their knows skull. that you're radude... Rad dude, the not so handsome, and I will tell everyone you're handsome if you fuck me. And he was like, "Well, hell yeah, sounds like a deal to me. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Guess I'm gonna suck this dude's d." <laughs> <laughs> so, Radu kind of liked his new masters, to say the least, but Dracula never did. He and and when when John Hugnotti came down and killed his father and his older brother, the Ottomans found a perfect opportunity to put a new person on the Wallachian throne, somebody who had been with them a long time, which was Dracula. They didn't really know that Dracula still viewed them, at least most people believe, still viewed them as enemies. They didn't really know that at the time. But when he went back to Targovista with an army, he went with an Ottoman-supplied army. I got a quick, quick question. Yeah. Did they not send Radu because uh, he was too dope fucking shotgunning beers all the time? Or I think they didn't want to lose out on that? I don't know why they didn't send Radu. He would have been a better choice. And honestly, he comes up again as, as you know, an heir apparent to the throne. I'd like to think it's just when everyone thinks that. that he's gone, he's like, 
You can't say rad without radu. Diddly, diddly, yeah. Sick editing. Like and, yeah, uh, it's like you know, like all choppy because he's I get like, it. you know, yeah. he's edgy. He's got like a tribal tattoo. Oh yeah, he does. He's like lip biscuit. biscuit. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spawns his favorite superhero. <laughs> mm-hmm. He went back to Targo Vista only because the guy who was ruling Wallachia at the time, in place of his father, was this guy named Vladislav. And he was supported by the Hungarians, and he was off fighting Ottomans with John Hunyadi, and because he was gone, he was just like, well, as long as he's gone, I'm gonna go in there. And so for six months, he ruled Wallachia, just because he wasn't there. But his army was so small that as soon as Vladislav came back, he was like, whoops, and he had to get the hell out of there. Let's get out of here, guys! (laughs) Yeah. And he had, to, he had to go back to the Ottomans for a while, and then he went up to uh, Moldavia, where his uncle was calling the shots. He was like, there. is there anyone up here? Because if there isn't, I'm going to be the king here. And it's like, is, there, is anybody shit. king already? Can I? Yeah. And No, somebody? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. When John Hunyadi found out that Dracula was back in Targo Vista, he actually uh, sent a letter to him, begging him to come down and fight Ottomans with him. He's like, dope, we got another guy on our side. Come on down, you know, come on and fight with us. It's like, TV isn't even invented. It won't be invented for a super long time. Let's go murder people for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> now we just watch people get murdered. Yeah. yeah. Dracula refused. Not nah, dog. And they, their relations between John Hunyadi, if there were any, uh, completely deteriorated, deteriorated by that time. And Dracula actually sent this letter to... Yeah, Dracula sent this letter to John Hunyadi about why he's not going to do it. Um, does one of you want to read it? I do not. I, I will. Okay, so... Uh, blah, blah. I'm going to suck your blood. We bring... Wait, is this, this is Dracula talking? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. So we got, uh, we bring news that writes to us and asks us to be, wow, there's so much here. (laughs) Okay. We bring news that writes to us and asks us to be so kind as to come to Transylvania. (laughs) Squeak, 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 squeak. (laughs) Until John Hunyadi returns from the war. (laughs) (laughs) We are unable to do this because an emissary from... Nicopolis? Yeah. Nico- Nicopolis. Yes. <laughs> my name's Nick. This is my town. Anyway, <laughs> came to us. He said with great certainty that Murad II had defeated Hunyadi. If we come to Transylvania now, the Ottomans could come and kill both of you and us. Therefore, we ask you to have patience until we see what has happened to Hunyadi. If he returns from the war, we will meet him and we will make peace with him. But if, but if you will be our enemies now, and if something happens, you will have to answer for it before <laughs> God. Yeah. Rock and roll, badass. So in that, like, he's he's obviously displaying, like, authoritarian yeah. qualities in that. He's a, he's a strong man leader. Yeah, um, and they didn't, they didn't like that. He made a surprise, poster surprise. that has Game of Thrones font on it, and he had a meeting and didn't address it at all, because that's not weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you show that you're doing a good job. Yeah. So Dracula kind of had to b- bounce back 
from Moldavia, Hungary, for a little while during the time between of... Well, because uh, he didn't have his powers yet. <laughs> yeah, but between uh, 1449 and 1450, he kind of bounced between the two. It was during this time that his arch-rival, Mehmed the Conqueror, who he must have known personally, Mehmed took the throne. And one thing that the Ottomans always wanted that was sort of their prize was... A guy who fucked Dracula's brother one time. <laughs> no. Their prize was Constantinople. Ah. The, scoop that up. The city that defined the region for a thousand years. Big fans of They Might Be Giants. <laughs> and in 1454 when Mehmed the Conqueror took the city it really shook all of Europe and it sort of I do say sort of but it's it really shook Vlad Dracula to the core like everyone else because he was orthodox Christian that was the seat of orthodox orthodoxy in Christian Europe it, it was something that really shook everything up the, the context of how Vlad Dracula took back his throne in 1456 is unclear, but most people think it's because the new king of Hungary, Matthias Corvinus, 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 I've heard it pronounced both ways, anyway, he was the new king and he was getting papal money to carry out incursions against the Ottomans. And he thought, well, I can justify all this money to the Pope if I got this guy in between that seems to be fight that seems to not like Ottomans, and that's right? where Dracula comes in. Exactly. With that being said, uh, Matthias Corvinus, Corvinus, Corvinus. God damn it, um, <laughs> Matthias Corvinus. Can we just call uh, him Frankie? <laughs> no, Matthias Corv Corvinus. Matthias uh, Frankie. Matthias Corvinus. He. Matthias he Frankie, you can't see what I'm, I'm doing. Quotes. He's, he's okay. doing. He is doing quotes there. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, so because of this, uh, Matthias Corvinus gave Vlad Dracula Hungarian support to retake his throne. They ousted Vladislav. He was killed in in the struggle. Probably, maybe even by Dracula himself. There's was there's he impaled? That. I don't know. Actually, I really don't. I'd like to think it was his first impaling. Oh, got him Honest, rock hard. Honestly, he probably yeah. learned impalement while he was with the ottomans on the job training they were like you yeah. can't go to impaling college and then expect to get a job yeah. impaling right away the you ottomans gotta, you were like get that experience we're like they were like we like to impale a guy from time to time you can't go nuts with it and he's like oh yeah. kenya <laughs> i'll show them and so at the very beginning of his reign he sent this letter back to uh matthias corvinus and he said when a man or a prince is strong and powerful, he can make peace as he wants to. But when he is weak, a stronger one will come and do what he wants to yeah. to him. It's like Ayn Rand. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very authoritarian. It's very, you know, it's a scary message, you know, because it's like, oh, shit, what do you consider strong? Yeah. You know, what does that mean, especially to you in this You think you bad, country. I show you bad. That's pretty much the... Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. He was only 25, maybe 28. We don't really know exactly. Which in 2018 years is 47 years old. Exactly. <laughs> he was v very young when he when he took the throne. When he got to Targoviste... He had so many student loans <laughs> from impaling school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Most of the boyars that were there, and boyars are, is just a, a Romanian word for nobles. Just is like Boyar, do you boyar? Yes, yes, he is. He was he was there. He was Romanian. Oh, he was not Italian. So there's going to be so much beefaroni and Ninja Trolls pasta coming up in this story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to really like the uh, Garfield ravioli Ooh. myself. Was it shaped like Garfield? No. Oh. No, you just on the can. He was on. He was on the can. It's yeah. like Ecto Cooler. It wasn't green. It had Slimer on the thing, so you just thought it was going to be green, but then it was just orange. Should have been green. Should have been green. So when he got to Targoviste, and the boyars that were there were still loyal to Vladislav, and also may have been responsible for his father's and brother's death. Yeah, yeah. Things happen. Yeah. yeah. One of the first things he did. It was on Easter Sunday, and one of the first things he did was he had this lavish dinner, and he invited all of the boyars and, the, oh. and their families in the area. A lavish dinner of Everybody. Chef Boyardee's pastas. <laughs> yeah, it's beefaroni. Yeah, it's all beefaroni. <laughs> Chicken and stars. Yeah. Wait, no, that's Campbell's soup, my bad. Oh. Yeah. I got my God history. forbid. I got my history all mixed up. Yeah. But when he got them all there, he asked them how many... Now, stories sort of differ on this. I'm just kind of picking a middle road on this thing. He asked them how many Wallachian voivodes does it take to screw in a light bulb? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, that he had that they had lived lived through uh, during their lives, and you know some of them were like I don't know twenty nine, ten, fifty. Just pulling numbers out of their ass. But but none of them really knew, and none of them actually answered seven, which in Dracula's mind seven was in his line of succession, seven were the actual princes that you should acknowledge. And so he asked them to explain why there had been so many voivodes in their own country. And pretty much all of them just, like, shut the fuck up at that point. They're like, uh, well, because of us is probably what they were thinking. And Vlad called him out, and he said, "The guilt is entirely due to your shameful intrigues." Oof. And then he had all of them impaled. Oh, nice! Finally, yeah. yeah. I've been and waiting and for him the numbers, him. the numbers yeah. differ. You know, at the top end, there was five hundred people. On the low end, it's two hundred. It's probably closer to two hundred. Nice. That's but the point people. is, he. He impaled 200 people on the spot. And those who were not impaled, he was he threw them in shackles in their dinner wear that they were wearing, their nicest clothes that they were wearing, thrown in shackles and force-marched them into deep into the Carpathian Mountains where he made them, like slave labor, made, made them work on his mountain castle, Castle Ponari, which oh, is the real Castle Dracula. So, like... This is really where the story starts because yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, boom, you're he's impaled." Like, Spider-Man has his powers now. Yeah, he's the he's the suit. He's got yeah. the powers. He can turn into bats. He can spook you with his eyes. He's, he can uh, impale five hundred to two hundred people in yeah. a given night. Uh, energy blasts, fireballs, yeah. Kamehameha. Yeah, all um, of the Dracula moves that we know and love yeah. are coming in right now. Also, yeah. do you think when those guys got impaled, they were like, holy ravioli. <laughs> As they went up. Uh, sometimes they're bottom. Yeah. Uh, if they were unlucky. You know. He flipped a coin with probably a Medusa head on one side. <laughs> and, and his own Hercules face on the, <laughs> the other side. <laughs> well, it's a different time, so, yeah. but, but still. Oh, it's his own face. Because Castlevania. 
Oh, Castle. Yeah, yeah Castle so probably Raven. had a Frankenstein on one side and a Wolfman on the other. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. you got Wolfman, it's going up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for... So for he those... has a taste for impaling now. Yes, he has a taste for impaling. So for those who don't know, impaling can be done a couple of different ways. One of them is to sharpen a, a big old pole and then, you know, through someone's stomach, poke them through and bring the the pole upright and then they kind of sink down on it and they die and they die pretty quick that way but this is a, if, if you want to step up to flavor oh if you want to go to flavor town <laughs> this is what you do this is by far i think the worst way to die ever i think here's a description a very detailed ex- uh, description uh, from the 17th century about how to do it precisely, the right way. Yeah, um, this guy knows what he's talking about. So here it goes. They lay the malefactor upon his belly with his hands tied behind his back. Then they slit up his fundament. <laughs> Y'all know what a fundament is? Yeah, right up the brown ass. It it's the anal, anal hole. It ain't no fun no more. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> they slit that with a razor. Throw him into a handful of paste that they have <laughs> in readiness. Just yeah, yeah. Just a which, handful of paste, which immediately stops the blood. I guess. Uh, after that, they thrust up into his body a very long stake as big as a man's arm, <laughs> sharp to a point. But most of the time, honestly, let me just pause this. They would dull it a little bit to make ah. it even worse. Anyway, they so, really want you to feel it. Yeah, they didn't oh, always. Okay, just in case you wouldn't it. with the rest of they're the like, stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're not even gonna notice if it's too sharp. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is it in yet? Yeah, that's uh, what she said. Which they, <laughs> which they grease, you know, before with with pig fat. Yeah, or, so you or slide fat. on down that pole. Yeah, now they drive it in with a mallet, till it came out at his breast, or or at his head and shoulders. Then they lift them up and plant the stake very straight in the ground. That's that's one way to do it, which they leave him so exposed for a day. Now, one day, this is in the letter, one day I saw a man upon the pole who was sentenced to continue so for three hours alive that he might not die too soon. The stake was not thrust up far enough to come out any part of his body. And they also put a stay or rest upon the pale to hinder the weight of his body from making him sink down upon it. So it's like a little <laughs> seat so he doesn't sink down on it's like it give you a little, uh, little little seat out there. Or the point of it from piercing him through. That's like an iron will to live. He's like, I might get down and be okay. No. Is yeah. it over yet, guys? Because I'm... You know, it hurt. I yeah. hurt a lot, but I feel like I learned my lesson. So if you could just let me down, I got I got dinner with the wife at five. <laughs> in, in this manner, he was left for hours, during which this time he could still speak and turning from one side to another because he's like up there like, Ugh. Just trying to get it. He's like, come on, fucking get to the brain. Yeah. Get to my brain or my heart for fucking <laughs> Christ's sake. Uh, he prayed for those that passed by to kill him making a thousand wry mouths and faces because of the pain he suffered when he stirred himself. But after after dinner, the Basha, which I don't really know the context of this letter, sent one to dispatch him, which was easily done by making the point of the stake come out his breast. And then 
he was left till the next morning when he was taken down because he stunk so horribly. Well, you know. It's like, I mean, if you're not into that kind of thing. Now, Dracula never took anyone down. (laughs) He left him up. In the years after taking his throne, there was a shakeup in power in Hungary again, and one side supported Dracula, and the other supported Vladislav's baby boy, oh. Dan the Third. So, <laughs> so some people were like, you know, I don't love that this guy turns into a wolfman and like rapes chick all the time. I'm talking about Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> when he's not. But this other guy is Dan. Yeah. His name's Dan. Dan. Seems like a nice guy. Who wants to King be the guy Dan. with the teleporting castle and the, the and it's full of mysteries and secrets? Tell me he's no, played I'm, by I'm with Dan. Uh, John Goodman. Yeah. I hope Fun so. Fun-loving no. John Goodman. He's like, hey, you know. Uh, King Dan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I imagine him being a lot like younger. Like, he's like maybe 16. He's like, whatever, oh. man. I'm Dan. I like to vape. He's played by uh, one of the, uh, like a Zac Efron yeah, but a younger one. Actually, that's before he got way hot. Yeah, actually, that's really interesting because uh, the portrayal of Dracula in movies and in the book, um, he's always been a Hungarian, which is really weird. Like Bela Lugosi was Hungarian, yeah. and the thing is, is he wasn't Hungarian. He's I am struggling to think of some racial stereotypes around the Hungarians. And I, I can't would quite... like to drink your blood. That's like the whole thing. I That's that the whole was, thing. I thought it was Transylvanians. It all comes from... Well, so the Transylvanians were basically... Hungarian. So that's because, why they want to drink your blood, because they're hungry. Nice. Uh, well, most of the people who lived in Transylvania were Saxons. They weren't, you know, they weren't uh, Hungarians. They weren't uh, Wallachians. They didn't have certainly. time to drink any blood. They were like, meh, 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 so meh, meh, when does the Archduke meh, Franz Ferdinand get in the house? <laughs> Much later. <Yeah. laughs> like 500 like years. Two years uh, later? Uh, a few years later. Like, like six years later. Uh, so when Dracula heard about the fact that there's another claimant to his Wallachian throne, oh, and, and the fact that there's people that support this Dan the Third guy, <laughs> he went he went up. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, he went up into Transylvania and started ra- uh, raiding all these Saxon towns that were loyal to Dan the Third, and he would cart off prisoners and impale them. I feel like Dan the Dan Dan the Third sounds to me like. You know that character that's like a little brother who like yeah he's like what are we doing today guys yeah that's Dan the Th- look he th- and he thinks he's cool no he's like he's like a twelve year old who somehow became president he's like yeah. Dan the Third you oh, know rock and roll yeah I'm yeah. running I'm running things now <laughs> yeah and my he... first order of business is candy for dinner I'm Dan the <laughs> oh, Third yeah, yeah, yeah. and he has a uh, a basketball glove that uh, grants wishes <laughs> yeah and his best friend is Black Jeff. <laughs> Uh, he wished for a black friend. So Matthias, he didn't want to seem racist. <laughs> Matthias Corvinus, Corvinus. I can't, I can't get it right. Corvinus, Corvinus doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, if you had a he, magic glove, you would wish to know how to pronounce that name. Yeah. Uh. Absolutely. That's my one wish in this world. He emerged victorious, but Dracula would never forgive the Saxons, basically of Transylvania, and he. He would even, any Saxon traders that were coming into Alakia, he would put up troops at the border and demand that they sell all of their goods to them at, like, ridiculously low prices. The Saxons? Yeah, yeah the Saxons. Fuck the Saxons. The prices are so low, you'll think you'll King be Arthur getting didn't even like Saxons. sexually assaulted. 
Nice. Got him. Uh, Got him. So eventually, Dracula would kill Dan the Third in uh, battle, or it could have been him. It's just a kid, right man. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? You know when Dan the Third died, his final words were "bummer." <laughs> <laughs> totally not wicked, man. Yeah. Yeah. And this was during uh, Dracula's raids into Transylvania, and where he did a shit ton of impaling. Did to... he? Did he impale Dan? The in... He may have. Oh, he, might have. he could have done any spooky thing. I would. I'll bet he spooked yeah. the shit out. Of oh him. yeah. You yeah. can't be Dracula bet, without. Spooking. I bet like I'll bet he's in these raids. He was spooking Dan for like a week straight every night, <laughs> going into his room, <laughs> turning into God knows what yeah. bats, werewolves, rats. whatever, rat, rats. like a pi- pile of rats. A I mean, rat like, king. Dan, I'm a pile of rats. I'm, I've come to eat your soul, and he's like, "Oh fuck, not again!" Every night with you guys. Dan, I'm a pile of socks. You did. You forgot to do your laundry. It's Sunday. What like, are you gonna wear to work tomorrow? And you he's like, "Ah, fuck." He's like, "It's your math teacher. You didn't do your homework." Bummer, he's like, "Oh, dude. fuck." My dog ate my homework. Yeah. Yeah. So spooked him for a straight week, and then just uh, yeah. impaled him up the ass. Yeah. And, like the rest. And with no other claimants to the throne, peace was made for a very short yeah, time. Yeah, was on that Dan prick around. Yeah. So during this war, this sort of war raids uh, with the Saxons, Dracula didn't have enough money to... <laughs> continue. Are you okay? Are you no, okay? Can I continue? The phrase Dracula didn't have enough money... Dot... <laughs> like, where is this gonna go? <laughs> he didn't have enough money to pay the Ottomans his Couldn't tribute. Couldn't pay his rent. Yeah. Yeah. To pay... Well, pretty much to pay his tribute yeah. to, to the Ottomans. Yeah, his landlord, the Ottomans... Yeah. I don't have the money. I don't mind. have the money you need. Because <laughs> I turn into bats through yeah. the thing. Yeah. Um, Can he turn into bats yet? No. He just has the impaling part. He, he could turn ne- into one bat. He could never turn into any bats. He was a well, that, he was that flesh and blood man. Okay. I get it. Yeah. We don't want to give spoilers. Continue. Yeah. So, because he's he's not paying, he's not paying his, his tribute. And because the Ottomans found out that he was being buddy-buddy with old Matthias uh, Corvinus again, Ugh. it really pissed him off. So one thing that, that Mehmed the Conqueror did was he sent along an emissary to go and talk to Dracula and maybe smooth things Reason over. Reason with him. Right, oh. but that wasn't the real plan. Mm. The real plan was to ambush Dracula and capture him. Have fun with that. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he, because Drac- he will turn into bats if you if you corner him. And Dracula found out that that was the real plan. So what he did was he found this in the emissary. His name was Hamza Bay. Ha- Hamza Pasha Bay. Descendant of Michael Bay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hamza Bay. He surrounded. Guys. Actually, it's a really funny story. So what he did was he uh, because he spoke their language. He spoke Turkish. Yeah. Wait, who did? He, Dracula did. Right. He, he, because he went to school with those guys, right? He went to high school. So I know these yeah. guys from high school. <laughs> yeah, I went he to spoke. W- he spoke their language. I went to school with Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, uh, he dressed him himself and his soldiers up as Turkish soldiers. Went into Hamza Bey's little fort where he's staying and just said, "Hey, I'm a Turkish soldier. Let me in." And they're like, like cool. "All right, come on in." You look. That seems legitimate. So yeah. the one magic trick he did have was turning himself into a Turkish soldier. Yes. Yeah, so he can yes. turn himself into things. Yeah. A Turkish soldier, yes. And then bats. <laughs> and then, and once he got in, he turned himself into bats and a wolf. And spooked him. So he got into the fort and, and surrounded his men. And spooked the shit out of them. Impaled all of them. 
And Hamza Bey, he cut his feet and hands off and impaled him the right way. Impaled him on the highest pole because of his social standing. Because shit just got real. Because he was, you know, he is higher up, so he needs to be on a higher pole. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the respectful thing to do. It would have been rude, honestly. He's yeah. like, I can see Michael my Bain house like, from up here. Hey. Was like, hey, why? He would have been like, why do I got this low ass fucking spike you're putting me on? Yeah. And I'm not gonna be down on a spike with. It would have been poor manners to yeah. put him on any other spike. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, uh, Member the Conqueror would also send envoys, uh, you know, oh, nearly, to him in the past and nearly weekly. Yeah, and and two, they all knew they were gonna die too. Out of they all got spiked. Yep. I don't know if they knew. Um, they didn't know they, they were walked spiked. in. The fact that they walked they in. They were just like, all those other emissaries never came back. I assume mm. they had such a good time here. Yeah. They just stayed. They stayed. They're partying, hanging out with Dracula, playing electric guitar, doing <laughs> sweet fucking slam dunks. Yeah. But but there's a story of two envoys that came into Dracula's court, and Dracula asked them to remove their turbans. And, you know, it's against their religion to remove their turbans. He's like, well, you're in my house, your king's house. Yeah, take your goddamn hat off. Take your goddamn, goddamn hat off. manners. And, and they refused, and he's like, okay, cool. And so what he did is he took these nails and drove uh. them through the turban into their heads. They were still alive, by the way. Oh. And then was like, okay, shoo-shoo. <laughs> I mean, no, you never take it. Honestly, that it, yeah. when you it's have... helpful, like, if they fucking do a sweet spin move. It's not going to come off. It's not going to come off. And also, if you have and a if nail one... going clean through your turban into your head, you're alive. But did you truly live? I'm saying, if there's one thing that man knew, it was spikes. And those are just <laughs> many spikes. Yeah. He's a spiky boy. He's a, he's a spikesman. <laughs> yeah. So Dracula was pretty pissed off that Hamza Bey had planned to ambu- ambush him and take him as prisoner. So he got pretty mad at the Ottomans, and they're pretty mad at each other at this point. But he knows as long as... There are mistakes made on both sides. Yeah. Frenemies. He yeah. has... Yeah, is both sides, right? Uh, and he knows he has at least a semblance of Hungarian support, so he's not as quite afraid to go against the Ottomans as he used to be. So what he did is he considered this act an act of war. And he took his army and he marched it to his southern border, which is where the uh, Danube River is. And this is like an ancient border. Like, you know, the Romans used to have one of their borders along the Danube, you know. Anyway, he marched them down there and started raiding forts and stuff and started burning cool. down Ottoman villages. And hopefully started building his own forts, no girls allowed. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Boys Dracula's only. forts, boys only. Yeah. <laughs> only boys that are Frankensteins, werewolves... Or maybe some when, other kind of freak. When does monster. Frankenstein get in the mix in this? That's oh. <laughs> like So I, I skimmed the reading material. I didn't see the word Frankenstein. I must have missed it. There's no Frankenstein. <laughs> He's the best right. one though. Keep your secrets. <laughs> so here's a letter or at least a piece of a letter that Dracula sent Matthias Corvinus during this time. And I'm gonna give it to you to read. There are is going to be... I, I just want to hear you pronounce all these okay. things. That's what I'm going to give you to read it. You know, it's right, right there. That everyone knows I don't know how to read. <laughs> I'm the dyslexic here. That's why I'm not reading. I have killed peasants, men and women, old and young, who live in Ablukitsa <laughs> and Novelso and other made-up towns. I don't know why I'm turning into kind of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger here. Actually, that's probably fairly appropriate. Flows into the sea 
up to Rahova, which is located just, off the five. Just do it like Arnold. Near Chilia. From the lower Danube up to such places as, as Samovit and Gingen off the nine. <laughs> we have killed 23,000. 884 ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> without counting those whom we have burned in homes or the Turks whose heads we have cut off by our soldiers ah, ah. <laughs> thus your highness you must know how that I have broken the peace with him Sultan Mehmed the second nice he he was doing uh he was doing a bit of a Bella Lugosi there yeah and a little yeah. bit of uh the Count from Sesame Street also that the origin the original impaled the original Bella Lugosi <laughs> so uh, actually calling the Count from uh, Sesame Street the original impaled is pretty funny impaled this with okay. how many people did I impale one two. 200. <laughs> well, honestly, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. he he kept a pretty good count of them. I mean, he has a very specific number, 23,884. That's, that's where it comes from. He and definitely that, counted them. That's where it came from, yeah. Sesame Street was like, you know what we like is that guy who counted in history. What else did he do? Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Also, <laughs> he was very insecure. Because if it was just like, I impaled a lot of guys... <laughs> Then that's somebody very comfortable with who they are, but yeah. he had to keep count of every single one. The guy who's truly confident doesn't talk about his impalings. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. He doesn't talk about his numbers. My penis is some inches long. I don't know. I don't keep <laughs> count. I I don't know. I might have impaled some people. I you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, you yeah. know. So when Mehmed the Conqueror learned of this invasion, um, um he sent his Grand Vizier with oh. an army of eighteen thousand. To quell this little rebellion, you shut them up. They're gonna get impaled. Well, um, I have a feeling. Only eight thousand of that army survived oh. in a weird, shocking defeat because Dracula's army was not that impressive. They mm. just knew the territory. They used guerrilla tactics, and they but, were made and, and they could all corpses. turn into bats. Yeah, they're yeah. undead corpses. <laughs> you, you 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 slice them down. They get back up. What are yeah. you gonna do? Yeah. You know. <laughs> And at, at the time that this is going on, Mehmed was uh, laying siege to the city of Corinth. And when he found out that he lost almost an entire army, he decided he was going to abandon that siege. Oh, God damn of it. Yeah. And took, he raised another, like, grand army of 150 thousand and even for ancient times that's pretty big yeah. and even Mehmed uh, said uh, said himself that the only army that was larger than that one was the one that took Constantinople <clears throat> so th we're talking some serious numbers and the kiss army oh also yeah. the kiss the army. knights in satan service yeah, yeah. dracula's favorite band yeah and he's not gonna go after that so so he took his giant army along with dracula's Little brother, Radu the Handsome. Hell yeah! Yeah! Radu's back in the mix! Yeah. Who commanded his own, you know, part of the army. And uh, Mehmed supported Radu as the claimant of the Wallachian throne. Oh. So now it's Radu's Radu time. Oh. never leaves you sadu. So I picture yeah. Radu, he's got a rat tail, wears yeah. a lot of denim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, he's like so Like denim rad. vest, denim uh. pants. Is it? He, for special occasions, he's got a venom... 
<laughs> denim tuxedo. I thought and you were a venom t-shirt underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> venom. He's wearing a venom. Yeah. yeah. And and venom. He's wearing a venom. He's wearing a denim. And spawn. <laughs> Spawn's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Todd McFarlane. He's Anything a, yeah. by him. If you play Mortal Kombat 9, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> the... Uh... They got new fatalities this time. <laughs> no impaling. So being massively outnumbered, because, like I said earlier, the Wallachian army was only numbered between... Somewhere between twenty and 30,000. That's twenty or 30,000 against 150,000. There's just no way. And then 900 degrees on the half pipe is what, is what Radu's bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What he employed was a, a tactic that was used a lot during that time called a scorched earth campaign. Cool. And what he did is basically he retreated into Wallachia, but as he went, he would burn all of the towns. Wallachian towns, by the way, burn them poison their wells so when the ottomans showed up they had nothing to eat <laughs> nothing to drink them. you know yeah it's it's a it's a tactic used by a lot of armies throughout Jeez. history it's yeah. like like you got to stay back and poison the wells but you are you're burning the town it's yeah. like yeah uh, have fun with that. Bye. Well, most of the peasants, most of the peasants that lived in those towns, who just impale anyway. It's like, and if you don't, if you don't poison and burn down your hometown, I'm gonna fucking impale you. Yeah, also, and you then they thirsty. did it, and Drink then he still impaled him. Yeah, right out of that well. He's like, dude, I got such a thirst for impaling, and you need to respect that. Uh, I got a sickness. I got a disease. He he would it's called the impaling disease. <laughs> yeah. He would also divert streams, which I think this is so crazy. He would divert streams to create marshes. I would just soak it up. So so his army had a hard time. He could slow them down a little bit. And he would also find, like, plague victims and people who were really sick with, like, TB and shit and send oh, them into the, the Ottoman camps. I thought so he was going to cool them off those diverted marshes. He's like, you look pretty sick. Why don't you take a load off in this cool marshland? Yeah. You know what's great for... Uh... TB, moisture. And bug bites. <laughs> yeah. At one point, uh, under the cover of night, uh, Dracula and a few of his elite guard uh, staged a daring surprise attack on the Sultan's camp to try to assassinate him. Uh, oh, hell yeah. He, he told his troops before they went out, it would be better that those who think of death should not follow me. Wow. Oh, rock and roll. Right? It's pretty Badass. metal. <laughs> And you know Frankenstein was like, fire, bad. Yeah, yeah. that's why he didn't go <laughs> in this particular <laughs> run. Yeah. Um, he just stomped back I was like, because like in Assassin's Creed, you know, I like to just go into the place and I'll, I'll just beeline for the leader and kill him. And then everybody's like, oh shit, what the fuck? And they chase you out. That's what they were yeah. going to do. I, I was always like, why does that happen in history more? That's what they were going to Wait, do, honestly. You can be Frankenstein in that game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> They were no. They they planned on going into the camp and going straight for Mehmed's tent and just killing him. And everyone would be like, "Oh no!" and then run away. They'd be like, "Oh!" and but then you like disguise yourself as a monk and yeah. But what ended up happening is they found like the nice tents, you know, where like the nice guys get to stay, yeah. and they just attacked the wrong tents and got the wrong dudes. It's like. Hey, regular soldier, you want to stay so in the penthouse suite tonight? And he's they like, just got some fancy do people. I ever? Oh, so they were fancy <laughs> people. And then they laid down to go to bed for the last time. So, yes. they, just, yes. so they just looked for the nicest tents and attacked those ones? Pretty much. So I mean, there's, there's no other way out there. Yeah. And 
Yeah, there's really no other way of knowing which tent was Mehmed's and which was just another fancy man. That That's why when I go camping, I sleep in a fucking box. Yeah. So no one burns it down. Yeah, because somebody's going to kill you. No one's going to murder a homeless person. Everyone knows that. That happens all the time. Um, nah, it's more prostitutes. Yeah, it's true. Sex workers. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> all in all, though, the sneak attack was a somewhat successful attempt because they did get a few people you know they got some cattle they got some horses and a few prisoners as well zero uh, memids zero memids i mean they spooked him maybe there was a memid but he's not the memid it's a a memid yeah one of the guys wasn't a memid yeah but Uh, it's not quite the same by memid (laughs) (laughs) kill memid uh during uh during the night attack too they were actually able to capture one of the wallachian troops and Mehmed was interrogating him, and he tried bribing him, oh. and he tried threatening him with torture to try to get plans out of him, and the dude gave him nothing. I bet he really took the fucking car battery to his balls, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Pulled I mean, his teeth out. Yeah. Um, but he gave him nothing, and, and so Mehmed told this soldier, he said, if your master had many soldiers like yourself, in a short time he could conquer the world. It's cool. like, he, we need more people like you, your ass. So we just need, you know? a, we need a leader who impales people more. Yeah, because yeah, this guy was terrified. Donald Trump, you listening? Let's yeah. get on it. Yeah. He was, he was terrified. those poll numbers up. <laughs> yeah, this... <laughs> yeah, the poll. Nice. Because they're low. They put them nice. on, they put right on the poll. But, but, yeah, the reason why he didn't is because this soldier was terrified of Vlad finding out and impaling him. Because he had no doubt seen a bunch of people being impaled. <laughs> Probably and, helped do the impaling. Yeah, and that's not pleasant. It's like I was only doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Mehmed finally reached Targovista, he was met by a abandoned city. No one was there. And a forest. Of impaled people. Of impaled people. Nice. <laughs> yeah. One and, guy was like, you shouldn't come here. Uh... I mean, I, he I, dies I, as he's yeah. saying yeah, yeah. it. I picture another guy back there is like, yeah. I agree. I, I picture agree. like, and then he dies. He, yeah. He's like, yeah, you guys gotta stop talking or you're gonna die. <laughs> I, I picture somebody like before the town being like, you know, like, you're doomed. Yeah. You're all doomed. Oh, you don't go back up that way. Yeah. Don't go up that way. <laughs> Nobody road. goes to Targa Vista anymore, <laughs> not since the impaling's happened. <laughs> you're gonna get paled yourself. There's also gold in them hills. Yes. There were over 20,000 bodies that were impaled on stakes in various stages of decay. So some people were still, like, twitching on the pole. Other people, they were, like, almost skeletons. Straight skeletons on those poles. (laughs) They found women. They found children. Even women with their children impaled on top of them. Birds. they, They said that birds were making nests. In their entrails, in the in their body cavities, and also there were birds. birds that were also impaled on smaller sticks because they were running <laughs> out of shit to impale. Like they oh. also found Hamza Bay, oh, on the tallest pole. Got him. And nope. they're Murked. like, ah, damn it. <laughs> I, I mean. I'd like to think he had a sense of humor, and at least one person who was impaled was impaled holding shish kebabs. <laughs> From what I understand, he requested to be on the tallest pole. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I really want my man to see me when he gets here. I don't want me to miss me. Yeah. He's going to be like, where's Michael Bay? I, I don't know where he went. Oh, he's on the top one. 
and according to Chalcocondylis, okay, that's a name, who is a Greek historian of the time, he was Byzantine. This is how Sultan Mehmed the Conqueror, who was a very cruel man himself, reacted. Real piece of shit. Yeah, this is how he reacted. Uh, you feel like they would have been best friends, frankly. Um, do you want to? Do you want to read this? Uh, I'll give it a shot. Do I got to do it in a Dracula voice? No, this is Mehmet. Do it in a very like. Uh, do it in an offensive uh, yeah, Arabian voice. Ra- like. <laughs> I don't know what that sounds like. Oh, wait, where am I? Do it. In, I, I was then? pointing at it to you no, when no. I handed it over. Oh, to Oh wait, you. I see it. Uh, yeah, I'll do it the most uh, offensive uh, Arabian pause. voice I can. Do it in okay? Italian. The sultan was seized with amazement and said that it was not possible to deprive of his country a man who had done such great deeds, who had such a diabolical understanding of how to govern his realm and its people. And he said that a man who has done such things was worth much. The rest of the Turks were dumbfounded when they saw the multitude of men on the stakes. There were infants, too, affixed to their mothers on stakes, and birds had made their nests in their entrails. Yes. Cool. So, that was okay. Cool. There needs so, to there needs to be like Middle Eastern like you know like me, every war movie. Is essentially, that have, like, Mehmed <laughs> walked up there. <laughs> you can add those in post. Yeah. Mehmed, and he saw all everybody's fucking impaled, and he's like badass yeah he's like, like he's like honestly uh maybe i'm gonna start doing that no he was actually thoroughly disgusted when he says you know who has done such great deeds was worth much what he's saying is like like great meant like can't believe he did this worth much meaning i would absolutely like to have this man killed <laughs> that's what he really means when he says like is worth much great deeds like he's not making them sound good he's you like, know when you make that many fucked up looking christmas trees you're gonna die something like that <laughs> yeah that's and, how i boiled it down yeah i that's pretty much the exact quote so Mehmed turned around and left he he took most of his army and took off he he basically thought that He's like, oh, anyone, fuck this shit. Anyone Is there anything capable. open 24 hours around here? He's <laughs> like, can I order a uh, Taco Bell? What's yeah. going on? He thought Uber that, Eats? Yeah, anyone <laughs> capable of doing something like this was impossible to fight. Because the, he was not only doing this to Turkish sol- soldiers, he was doing this to his own people. And that's well. regardless of the magic that he was fostering in his caves. Yeah. Like cave uh, magic. Cave uh, magic. Vlad retreated to his his uh, hilltop castle castle panari to wait for the ottomans basically because is that the real spooky castle it's the it's the real castle dracula There's... you can still go to it if you and... look at it there will be a lightning strike and a howling wolf yeah yeah it's it's Every on time. it's on top like we'll we'll post pictures and whatnot it's on top of a mountain and it's right on the border between transylvania and wallachia so we can almost keep track of either side oh, but it's, it's right on top of a mountain and there's a river below so it's almost impossible to lay lay siege to this castle because it's also too high up for the Ottoman cannons to fire. Like they can't aim that high they don't and actually high. hit it. Yeah, so it was the perfect hiding spot, but it actually is not impossible for people to take, especially considering their numbers and his lack of numbers. It's so, like kind of like uh, it's it's like you know 
it's like she's hot but like you know like relatable like you know i could talk to her yeah it might go well you know it's i guess like that yeah (laughs) it seems pretty insurmountable but it's got a girl next door quality to it there's also a story that vlad dracula's wife instead of being captured by the ottomans threw herself out of a window yeah. And killed herself before Vlad could escape into Transylvania through some uh, underground tunnels that he had built. Because he knew that as soon as they got to Panario, it was only a matter of time before yeah. they were actually able to get him. Did Was she not aware of these underground tunnels? You know, that's a good question. Probably not, honestly. Yeah, because He saw a way out of that relationship. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's like, oh my god. You're like, definitely... We're, we're all gonna die. Maybe you should jump out this window. They, if they get you... They're going to make it real bad for you. Like, you're, you're going to get uh, touched in ways that you're not comfortable with. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe she just killed yourself. And they would have probably raped her and cut her to pieces. Well, you don't do one without the other in those days. No. Um, you do that to pretty much most people you meet, frankly, back in those days. And then you impale them. Yeah. yeah. So considering that he thought he was going to run away to some allies, Matthias Corvinus, you know, in Transylvania. He thought he was going to seek shelter with them. Turns out that's not true. He, he was captured instantly and imprisoned. And the reason why is because... Well, he probably shouldn't have switched sides so many times. Well, Math- Matthias Corvinus received some letters that may have been forgeries that it was between... It was between Dracula and the Ottomans, where he he was planning to switch sides back to the Ottomans. And Corvinus was like, this guy's off the chain. He's going to capture He screenshot the text messages and then Facebooked Mm -hmm. him over to him. And that's how he knows. Mm -hmm. Been there. there. Get caught in that. Yeah. So Corvinus held Dracula for 14 years. Imprisoned him for 14 years. And not much is known of Dracula's life in imprisonment. It's probably not all that... It's it, nothing happened, <laughs> you know. I mean, he sat there for fourteen years. That's for the story. Fourteen years. years, he was just thinking about how he was going to impale people later. Well, honestly, like, there's uh... there's stories of him sitting in his cell impaling rats and mice and like leaving them up. Probably bullshit. Probably bullshit. But, but there prob- are stories. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> Definitely. He's not. like Dracula, yeah. little Dracula. What is he impaling them with? Like little twigs and sticks and stuff. Toothpicks from finger sandwiches that they feed you. In you prison. try to yeah, they give them club sandwiches in in, in medieval prisons. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been to a medieval prison. Have you? I have not. They might have given club sandwiches. <laughs> All I'm that saying is, dope. you try to fucking impale a rat on one of those little fucking toothpicks. I don't think you can, despite the fact that he definitely was getting club sandwiches. What if they were <laughs> chopsticks? Oh, maybe a chopstick might be able to do. You can sharpen them against the brick walls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know if they used... They're, they're probably they giving him some most ramen. Most certainly did not use chopsticks back then, but that's... Well, they were giving him ramen. That's what you eat it with. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we wanted to be authentic while you're in this prison. Yeah. And it is ramen night. <laughs> so... The problem is, every night's ramen night. <laughs> so, occasionally, uh, Corvinus would... Uh, er, er, whenever the Ottomans would, like, get all uppity... He would take the impaler out and kind of parade him around and being like, "I could, I could let loose the impaler on you." Oh, he'll kill And they'd shit get like you. a little freaked and out. And then he'd be like, like oh. "Finally, I gotta be spooky again." Yeah, yeah. Ooh, he spooked the shit out. They just put him back away, you yeah. know, for a little while. But uh, his brother Radu did take the throne. Cool, nice. He did, and pretty much ruled without incidents for a long time. He yeah. ruled very radically. I mean, he was, you know, yeah. He liked to party, but in a reasonable way that didn't uh, abuse the tax dollars' money. Yeah. 
eventually there was a new ruler of Wallachia, and his name was Basarab Laotia. Mm-hmm. Laotia. Why did Laotia. we only get Laotia. Dan the second and Dan the third? Dan the third. Dan the yeah. third. Well, there's a Dan the second. It was just before this time. Well, yeah. Yeah, he was uh, also was lame. Yeah. yeah. Also so, a kid. So Basarab is sitting up there. He has Ottoman support on the Wallachian throne, but the Ottomans have been, you know, making incursions into uh, Moldavia and and the Moldavians and the Hungarians. They're really close. They decide to let Vlad Dracula out oh. to unleash him again. Impaled like let 50 people in an hour. Who? Who? And who? Who? honestly, there's a lot of people have wondered why they let him out because he's kind of a wild card, but... They're glad he's in their deck. The reason why <laughs> yeah. the reason why most people think that he was let out is because he converted to Catholicism. Oh, good, lame. I know, and honestly, this is a big point of content uh, contention. Some people don't believe that; they don't want to believe that. I don't believe it um, I... because there there is a piece of Dracula that did believe in like a holy war against the Ottomans. He still believed in Christianity, and I almost think that he only converted to Catholicism so he could get his throne back. That's the only reason why he did it. That's the only reason I'd do it. Yeah. So he was released at the head of a Hungarian army into Moldavia. To help his relative Stephen the Third. Stephen. Stephen. The Third. Steve. No. Steve. Oh, Steve. Uh, Steve. He's like Steve. I'm gonna help you out. First of all, roll up your sleeves. I want you to start sharpening some stakes because like, we have some impaling to do, big time. He's like, I need you to dress comfortably. Something you can roll your sleeves up in. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Steve's like, Wait, you impale people? And Drax like. There's a lot about me you don't know. <laughs> and then it's just like a sweet montage of them, you know. Impaling. Impaling. Because so, they're best friends. Yeah. So with combined Moldavian and Hungarian armies, the Ottomans withdrew. And Basarab Laotia ran back to the Ottomans as they came back into Wallachia. And for a short time, Dracula got his throne back. And this was around November 26th. 1476 he got his throne back and this is an important date because it's when he was crowned again double crown a uh, voivode of, of Wallachia but Basarab Leotia would return with a giant Ottoman army guess who's back and they came back to Targovista and Vlad Dracula Tepish and most of his army were Massacre. Oh, they no. were all obliterated. Obliterated. No, no so drag that... attack that time. No, they chopped his body to pieces and actually And that's how he became a Dracula. Yeah. There's and actually there's a lot of legend surrounding Dracula's body and where his bones went. It was <laughs> it, it it's you're... unknown where he's buried, but when you're running things your bones go a lot of places, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, From what I hear, he likes to impale. Yeah. yeah. For, I'm, for talking a, about, I'm talking sexually. Yeah. For a long time, uh, people thought that he was buried at the uh, monastery Snagoff. Oh, Snagoff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when they excavated... Oh, Snagoff! <laughs> <laughs> when they excavated Dracula's supposed tomb, nobody was found. Well, Which sort of added to the sort of vampire legend, spooky. right? Like he was out and about roaming around. Well, he probably turned into a bat and flew away. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or a wolf. 
Yeah, or a wolf. Because you could do that too. I saw the movie. Or a pile of socks. Yeah. And then he just slipped into the laundry yeah. and they wheeled him right out of the prison. And and now <laughs> uh, some believe that he uh, his body is at the uh, Comana, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, monastery, which Dracula helped founded. And uh, it was kind of close to where he was killed anyway, so it makes more sense. But we do know that they cut his head off, they put it in a jar of honey... Mm. to preserve mm, it delicious and mm. sent it back to Mehmed the conqueror where he kept it the rest of his life yeah he's like uh you got some signed baseball cards i have dracula's head in a jar of honey <laughs> some signed baseball cards <laughs> end up trading them was it yeah nah wasn't worth it I really don't want to get rid of my dracula's head in a jar full of honey but he does have he's a like, mickey mantle rookie card yeah he traded it, and that rookie card was uh, fake, and he regretted it, and that's what happened to Mehmed the Conqueror. Yeah. yeah. Dracula's cruelty and brutality spread through Europe as a sort of a ghost story, and was kind of perpetuated by Matthias Cor- Corvinus himself uh, to scare his enemies and to scare his subjects. And uh, He's like, Dracula's gonna get you. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's, where, that's where most of these sort of inflated stories come these uh, from these Saxon sources. And there's one wood etching that uh, a lot of people are familiar with uh, that shows Dracula seated at a table with impaled bodies all around, and he's eating his dinner. And a lot of people took that as that he was, uh, you know, he sat down to eat, and he was able to eat while people were being impaled in front of him. And people went so far as to say that he took his bread and dipped it in bowls of blood and would mm. eat it. You know, which mm. again added to it. But this is probably propaganda. How do you mm. keep that blood warm back then? I mean, on a battlefield? It's got to it... be fresh. Yeah. I mean, it just came out. Just yeah. came out of the, the, the spout. He's got a spigot on the side of one of those corpses. <laughs> <laughs> He's like spilling <laughs> up the blood. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you can get drunk off blood, I'd drink it. I mean, if they're drunk enough. Now, this is one Saxon account. Uh, that high... Uh... High octane shit. <laughs> High gravity. <laughs> yeah. O positive. Um, <laughs> this is one Saxon account. Again, probably just propaganda. But it... Uh, here, I'm going to give this to you to read. Flat had this big copper cauldron built and put a lid made out of wood <laughs> with holes on top of it. He put the people in the cauldron and put the heads in it and let the people cry their eyes out until they were boiled to death. And then he impaled... Together with their suckling babies on the same stake. The babies fought for their lives and their mother's breasts until they died. Then he had the women's breasts cut off and put the babies inside head foist. Thus, he had them impaled together. <laughs> Is that the right voice for the era? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's that seems right. That seems, uh, that that's seems the appropriate Wallachian. That is the Wallachian accent. That's I, a, yeah. I got two voices, Bad Dracula and New York guy. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, actually, Vlad Dracula is considered a hero by some, as somebody who had such a love for their country that it, they would do anything for their country, even go this far as to impale people. But also, and... he was known as the spookiest guy in town. Absolutely. Oh, he's he was the spookiest guy in town. But, I mean... I, I mentioned this earlier, I mean, he, he was otherwise a very minor historical figure, you know. He, he probably reigned for six years, at, off and on, like three times. 
like cause he was he was voivode first time for like six months mm. he was voivode for a few years and then for like a like two months yeah. the third time he spent more time in prison than he did running things yeah by but far continues to haunt us to this day we still know dracula he really made a name for himself with all that impaling no shit yeah but in reality he was like the soldier boy of like historical figures he was there for a minute <laughs> he was tupac I don't know. No. Maybe. Well, it no, was Nas. I don't know. Yeah, Nas is probably a better, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, he did the one thing, he got known for it, and then he just stuck with it, you know. Or he was like... It was uh, his thing. It was his shtick. Yeah. Whatever happened to Nelly? Oh, yeah. Band-Aid, you know. Nelly wasn't very probably important. whatever was under it spread. Oh. And now he's a spiky like, guy. Oh, yeah, I bet. He's probably impaling people as we speak. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that is Vlad the Impaler. Cool. It's a crazy story. It's, I it's I really like the part where he impaled people. Yeah. I like the part where he turned into bats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch the sequel, watch uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Or Dracula Untold, even yeah. better. And that's the one where he turns into bats, and then the bats turn into a fist, and then he punches an army. Oh! Or you can watch... <laughs> you ever see that dope-ass... Uh, uh, what's the uh, the Van Helsing movie with uh, Wolverine? You watch yeah. that one. That's cool. Uh, that has uh, Frankenstein in it, and it's super dope. Yeah, and, there's and vampires, it turns out, dra- isn't it? And Dracula... there's vampire chicks, and they they got. Do they take their titties out, or is that PG thirteen? I think it's PG thirteen. I think they're close. They're popping. They're, they're popping at the poppin'. seams. Popping at the seams. Yeah. And anyway. I think, isn't that the one where Dracula is also a werewolf, and that's like the big twist? That might happen. I guess. That might happen. I don't. I remember. Uh, there's a dope scene uh, where uh, fucking Van Helsing gets that uh, werewolf DNA in him, and he's yeah. able to hop up that 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 side yeah. of the building, and he gets in there, and uh, he's like, "I'm Wolverine." And uh, I don't know. I, I was I was looking forward to the part the of the story that, Dracula? where Dracula was only drinking the serum the whole time, so he was like strong, but he wasn't as strong as he could be. <laughs> and then he drank real blood, and then it was like. I got struck by lightning and then he fought a bunch of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he felt, fought him in a rave. Yeah, he yeah. fought him in a rave. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh so that's that's it for this episode. Uh thank you so much for watching. Uh thank you so much to Zach Mech. Thanks Zach. Uh, our, Zach. our audio guy. Without him this would not be a thing. All right, take Thank, us home, Chris. Uh, I'm Christopher Whedon uh, with uh, my, my sweet baby boy, Cat, who's been sitting on my lap for most of this. His name is John Sparkles, and he loves me very much. He's a sweet baby boy. Uh, yeah, he's very sweet. He's sitting right here. He would say hi, but he's a cat and cannot. Uh, he does not speak English. Actually, he doesn't. I don't think he understands what I'm saying. No. I could say, you're a fucker. <laughs> Fuck he doesn't, you. Yeah, he doesn't know no what reaction. the that means. No reaction. And he's re- here with Tyler and Jerry. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm Jerry. Thank you so I'm much. I'm Tyler. You, you, thank yeah. you thank you <laughs> bye let's, let's take You're some welcome. shots <laughs> go take some shots yeah history now history boy history boy